We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire, joined once again by Ryan Belangi today to talk about Saturday's two-game Euro slate. Ryan, today's slate could not have gone worse for me, and we haven't even had the second game yet. We're 10 minutes into the second game. The Koke to Jordi Alba combo was one I was not overly excited to play because I'm never overly excited to play Jordi Alba, but I played them both. And they score a great goal, slight deflection, I guess, to uh, to do that, to get that in. There's a back and forth between whether it's an own goal or not. UEFA determines it's an own goal. But DraftKings doesn't go by UEFA. They go by Opta. And Opta decided it was a goal. And there was all this talk in our Discord about whether it's a goal or not. And Opta's definition of an own goal or to credit a goal that's deflected is if the shot is on target, Regardless of where it ends up, if the original shot is on target and it goes in, it's considered a goal for the player and not an own goal. But they have this little stipulation that basically, like, if their partners decide differently, then they'll do whatever their partners want. And I think UEFA just wants to increase this whole, there have been more own goals in this tournament than ever before, and they just ripped the goal and the assist out of my lineup, and I was dead after that. Yeah, um... I was in the same boat. Uh, we had a couple days off, just just enough time to to revitalize hope uh, that we might be getting ready to take down a tournament. Uh, like you said, we weren't we weren't overly excited about rostering Alba or Koke, and then just a perfect start. Alba or Koke assists to Alba, like you said, right away. Um, counting my winnings in cash, basically. Um, Alba was kind of low, lower owned in cash. Um, and then I'm thinking, yeah, we're going to have some shots at a GPP. I'm way over the field on um, two of the eight pieces that are likely to be in the winning GPP lineup. Um, and then, like you said, it's a shot on target. How How is that an own goal? Very tilting. And then, and then, okay, so we can come back from this. It's every, Everything's okay. Um as long as Sarabia keeps playing, we're good. Then our guy Sarabia comes off at half. <laughs> um, 
Murata, who I begrudgingly played in cash, comes off on 55 minutes. And it's around this time that Shakiri is outscoring the entire Spanish team just, balling just on out. four points. Um, and that's before Shakiri scored. Yes. So, yeah, that first game, I mean. Not great. Not great. No. I, um, and I think Jan Sommer finished with 21 points, I think. So the only keeper that I faded. So <laughs> it just all in all, awesome. But, um, it, yeah. Yeah, we, uh, man, it, it, I just, I don't even know what to say about it because it just, as soon as they took that goal away, and not that them taking that goal away from Jordi Alba has any effect on anything else, but I was just like, I'm dead. And everything that, like, in my lineup after that just got progressively worse. Mm-hmm. And I want to apologize to everyone listening or watching this because as soon as we hung up yesterday, I was like, I wonder if we should have spoke spoken more about Kevin De Bruyne starting. And it just seemed like such a long shot that that's why we didn't talk about it. And there was all this talk that, you know, he was, he was like a true late decision. And in those instances, usually they don't start. And of course he starts today and everybody's asking, you know, how do you need him in cash and all this stuff? It was a late slate, which, which didn't help. Um, but yeah, it's uh yeah, no, I agree. Uh, that was too bad. Sorry about that. We we won't we won't make a mistake like that again. Hmm. The I was like checking to just see how bad I'm actually losing. And the like, if you told me before the slate that Koke would have eleven point seven two and Jordi Alba would have fourteen point two floor points for both, mm-hmm. I'd be like, that's awesome. And here yep. I am, just like angry because it's sixteen points I missed out or. Uh, 18 that that was the worst thing is i made a comment in the discord that if if it's not a goal then it's also not a shot on goal for jordi alba and he still had it so that was like leaving me hope and then uh somebody roadman <laughs> popped up he's like, they, they took it away and it's like <laughs> all right let me just uh toss my laptop out the window but yeah as the great Ryan Belangi has told us, there is always another slate. And here we are looking at Saturday's slate. We've got a two-gamer that I pretty much hate. Czech Republic against Denmark. Ukraine against England. I don't want to play anyone on any team, but we have to. Uh, England firmly favored against Ukraine. And Denmark favored against Czech Republic. Low totals as expected because this is just what we do now. And like I said, I hated every lineup combination I tried to make for this slate. Yeah. Um, I don't see how you, you can't hate this slate. I, I agree. With <laughs> <you>. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we have England. This is the big favorite. Minus 221 playing at home. And then Denmark, a slight favorite. Uh, playing in Baku, I believe. Yep. Um, and just overall, not a lot of players we want to roster. You're right. I mean, we, we, we've brought up so many times on this podcast, just basically trying to avoid playing Harry Kane at all costs. He's 9,700 on this slate. Um, there's just not a lot to like on this slate. Him in the, him in England are going to be very popular. Um, I think so I think I, this game's actually in Rome. Oh, 
I don't think oh. it's at Wembley. Oh, or if if it is not in Rome, then Google lied to me. But I believe it's in Rome. Okay. Yes, it is. My bad. The finals at Wembley. Okay. Right. Semifinal in Rome. Rome. Yep. Thanks. Thanks. Okay. Um, Quarterfinal. So England, the, England, the biggest favorite on the slate. Um, they'll be they'll be the most popular. Uh, the forwards are the most expensive. Um, I mean, is it a case like, so there's really no one just to, to go sort of eliminate some things. There's really, I think no safe plays on Ukraine. No one you really want to play on Ukraine. Um, England still haven't allowed a goal in the tournament. So yeah, um, just you can knock it down to three teams. Um, obviously, Ukraine's still in play for tournaments, but just like trying to come up with, uh, you know, like an optimal sort of lineup. Um, and then Czech Republic. Um, I think people are going to play some guys from Czech Republic. Um, we can get into, obviously, we'll get into midfield later, but um, just the pricing's favorable. For them and you think they well they definitely have the better shot of the two underdogs sure um and then i denmark yeah i think denmark uh similar to similar to the other slates we've had with denmark um they're an interesting option while they'll be popular not quite as popular as England and they might be just as good of a play um, stacking them sort of has worked before, or at least playing multiple pieces. Um, so that seems like a good option too. Um, yeah. What, what do you think uh, about, I guess, forward specifically? So odds wise, they are Denmark obviously is not favored as, as heavily the England stats are awful. Like they have been winning. They haven't let up any, any goals, but like looking at this and apologies for those on the uh, listening here, but we're looking at the cheat sheet for the Saturday slate. Like Denmark's averaging almost 19 shots per game and England is averaging less than seven. Look, England's averaging fewer shots than Denmark is averaging shots on goal. In this That's a huge difference. And there's just so there are just so few fantasy points from English players in their matches that it's really tough to get excited about it, particularly on this slate. We were talking beforehand. The lineup they, they could use a ton of different lineups. It sounds like Trippier probably doesn't start. He was popular on the last slate. If they go back to this back four, we've got Luke Shaw. Mason Mount, we're expecting to come back in, but it's not guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Graylish could play. Saka could start. It's kind of a, a big guessing game, and they're in the late game. So if you don't think there are a lot of points, a lot of goals on this slate, then it seems more reasonable to focus on the team that creates a lot of fantasy points. And of the four, it's Denmark, even though they're not as big of a favorite. So yeah, I agree. Uh, I, yeah, I agree. Like just, okay. So England more expensive gets less fantasy points going to be more popular. 
three things that all would have them as bad plays, basically. Um, sorry, c- compared to Den- Denmark, um, who's cheaper, creates more chances, and likely going to be less popular. Mm-hmm. Um, now, maybe they'll be similar, popular. You know, other people know this stuff too. But yeah, I agree. I prefer Denmark um, just as like an overall target. Um, and like you said about England too, we're not sure about the lineup. Uh, we think they're going to go back to a back four. We think Mason Mount's going to come back in. So we'll sort of go by those assumptions. But I mean, we've seen this tournament that things are very unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Southgate's unpredictable. Um, the one thing I'll say about the lineup is it basically leaked way before last game. So you can you might be able to check around Twitter and find it yeah. uh, before the game starts. Good point. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, I, I pulled up the player stats here. And so on our cheat sheet, for those who don't use it regularly, these are pretty much just per 90 averages. And obviously we have an extremely small sample because of this tournament. Mount has only played twice. So that's the 180 minutes that he has there. He has the second, he's averaging the second most floor points on the slate. But if you notice, I don't know how many guys are on this list that's in the screenshot here. 15, let's call it. He's the only one from England. Like the only one. So you just got to keep scrolling. I don't even know who the next one is. Yeah, Graylish and Shaw, who are, you know, 20 and 20th on the list. Like Mm -hmm. it just goes to show you just how few points they're creating. And so, yeah, like I said, I think England will definitely be popular. And it's not to say that they can't go nuts, but just the track record that we've seen in this tournament, they, they're going to have to score goals to outscore Denmark. And yes. I still think they're going to be over-owned because they're England and they're the biggest favorite. Yeah, me too. And look, those, those stats are, are relatively important and like pretty telling also, like I, I'm sure it, it's, I guess what it's not like England are just going to come out and dominate. Uh, They're not playing like that. Um, Even though you think they should, the odds sort of say that they will be on top and they will, but it doesn't mean they're just going to come out and create chance after chance. Um, They've played the whole tournament uh, basically safer than any other team. I mean, evidenced by the fact that they haven't let a goal in. That's how they mm-hmm. want to play. Um, so, yeah, they're going to need goals. Of course, they can score three or four. Um, but, yeah, I agree with everything you said. So, I look here, Harry Kane, 1.61 shots per 90 in this tournament. He's played 336 minutes. Like, he's played more minutes than most guys. And... This is just not Tottenham Harry Kane. I I sent you this random Premier League stat the other day that Kane averaged, what was it, 11 or 12 floor points in games when, when he scored a goal for Tottenham. Crazy. But it's just not here. And he can always have a big game, but it almost seems like a big game for Kane is two goals and 25 points. Like, yeah. He's, um, he's like a Cavani target based been, on how they've been playing. It's You're right. It's been that way. Um, and, yeah, you feel like he's going to need more than a goal, like mm-hmm. at least a goal and an assist for that price. Um, you know, of course he can do it. He's on penalties. Um, 
I would assume he has the best goal odds on the slate. Um, but you're right. And he's going to be popular too. So, I mean, at least for tournaments specifically, um, you know, and even if you have, you have to get a lot more than Kane right to do well in a tournament yeah. um, because he's popular. So, you know, he can score three goals, you know, fine. You still have seven other roster spots. Like it's not going to differentiate you. So um, if you want to take the chance on fading Kane, it's there's plenty of upside in doing so. Um, I've been under the field um, consistently um, and I'm sure that I will be again. Um, just got to pray. Yep. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the field is like, sorry, sorry. Do you think, do you think, uh, I can I think I, I'm going to know your answer to this, but how popular or what's, what's it going to be like for cash and Kane? I think the thing pushing a lot of people to Kane and cash is fear that, if they don't play him and he scores, they're dead. And you were not dead the last time he scored that dumb bailout goal in the 80th minute. So I don't think I don't think you should make cash lineups because you're scared of Harry Kane. The problem is that there's not there aren't clear guys to go to. If you don't want to play Kane and you still want England, you can play Raheem Sterling, who is uh, cheaper than Kane still and has scored every one of their goals except the the one that Kane knocked in. But if you want to go the other game, like, I think it's fine. Like, I don't think you need to have England exposure. It just seems so unlikely that England win three or four nothing. And if that happens, then Kane probably has two or three. And... I don't know. I think you're just better off not playing him and using the salary somewhere else. Yeah. Um, I've gone back and forth on this one. And like, I, I have this weird thought where like, I, I might fade Kane for tournaments, but possibly play him in cash. I mean, just like you said, it's a, it's the fear thing. And it's like the, the block thing just to, to, block other people and because like who else are we going to go to okay so sterling has been like a relatively popular cash cash play uh recently because he's been quite a bit cheaper now he's yep. like the same price as kane um i don't i don't just yeah he has a uh, better floor but i just barely i don't see how you can play sterling over kane in cash um braithwaite um people have been playing him in cash i have uh Pretty good floor, uh, plays 90 minutes. Um, but I mean, 8,600, that's not, it's not, you know, it's you not don't really pay that. Yeah, you don't, you don't really want to pay that. Um, if we're just not playing Ukraine, which, which I'm not saying that maybe, maybe that, maybe we do play some Ukraine. I don't know, but not thinking about Ukraine for a second. Um, Patrick Schick, I guess, 7,600. It's another one where like you don't want to go there for cash. He 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 needs a goal, but mm -hmm. I mean at least the price is better. So it it just it just makes Kane seem viable for like all those little reasons added up. I still don't think I'm gonna play him. I uh, you know I wish 
respect. That's all. I mean, I, I wish I, that's. Do you think, I, do you think the decision comes down to Kane and one of the Denmark forwards? Like, do you think it's Brathwaite or Dolberg and Kane? Like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't want to play Dolberg in cash. I, I, know <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know they're the favorite, but 8K for a guy who's for sure getting subbed and for sure goal dependent. Man, like, it's just, yeah, I don't know. Um, you, I guess, I think you would have a better idea than me. Like, forward on this slate, just, it. I'm kind of at a loss. This is why Kane will be very popular. Because you're like, all right, I'm not going to play Kane. Let me see who I can play. And when you go down the entire list and you're like, oh, it's literally... Braithwaite, Dolberg, um, Schick, Yarmolenko, or Yaremchuk. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I have to play two. <laughs> like, I think that's why everybody just goes to Kane. And I'm not like, why is he better than Sterling? Just penalties. Okay. Um, penalties. And yeah, I don't know, maybe popularity, but yeah, just penalties. I don't, um, I don't necessarily think he's better than Sterling. I mean, Sterling's three goals in four games, like there, he's been their guy. But yep. ninety three hundred, like you'd hate to do that too. Um, it seems like you you have to just play one of these guys though. Um, so I, I'm just, I was just thinking, you know, since all these guys are just, were just struggling so much in cash. Like you just, you, you hate to click on it. It would make me be more okay with paying for the cheapest forward, which is your rem check again, awful for cash. But if there was reasons to, uh, uh, to spend that money, or if there were players to spend that money on, which I guess we'll see. Um, if there's not though, yeah, I think I might just have to bite the bullet and roster Kane. But then who's your other one? One of the Denmark guys? Whoever fits, honestly. Right. Um, like like we were saying on other slates, um, I guess we'll come back. I'll, I'll come back to forward. Um, forgetting about cash, though. Like for tournaments, I, I mean, we, we already kind of said it. I like all the Denmark guys better than the England guys. Um, I'm assuming maybe maybe slightly less popularity, but cheaper for me. Basically, same chance to score goals. Um, so yeah, give me the Denmark forwards in tournaments. Um, Patrick Schick also. I mean, we're just if you're assuming that Ukraine aren't going to score, um, I'm not going to do that totally. These Ukraine guys are good GPP plays. I yeah. mean, England aren't going to keep a clean sheet for you know the rest of time. So. Um, I have no problem taking a shot on the cheapest forwards who aren't going to be owned. And especially since I had it in my head that that game's in Wembley, it's in Rome. Um, yeah, absolutely. I like the Ukraine forwards too for tournaments. I think Kane's the easiest fade in tournaments. Me too, actually. So, so it's one of, like I said, just fade Kane and pray. <laughs> I don't even think, I mean, you're you're fading two cane goals. Like I think yeah. there are enough guys on this slate that you can make up that goal. And I know we said it was supposed to be a low scoring slate, but 
It, I mean, Kane scored the last slate, and in, at least in cash and in tournaments, I was finishing ahead of guys who played Kane. Like it just the the, yeah. the the difficulty is if you, you know, for some of these guys, you get a salary break, so it's really not a true one v one. If you just play Sterling, then Sterling's outscored him in almost every game, I think. Yeah. Yes. Um, the one thing I will say, and and you you can build lineups this way. Um, there's a path to Kane just scoring one. He, he could pull the Cavani and score a goal and 12 points. Um, if you just think about it, uh, no, nothing from the Ukraine forwards. Assume Sterling doesn't score. So there's only one forward from that game that scores double digits. Patrick Schick doesn't score. There's no other forwards on check. And I mean, if zero or even one of the Denmark guys score, I mean, you have to have a forward that scores double digits. It's possible that there's only going to be two. So, yeah, Kane could um, still get there. But if there's goals and points on this slate, he'll need more than one. Yep, absolutely. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So for f- midfielders... I think Mount is an easy play if he starts. Obviously, we don't know for sure, but he's 200 more than Graylish, and it seems like Graylish would start if Mount doesn't. So you could go to him. Sock is even cheaper, like significantly cheaper, and I think there's a decent chance you have multiple guys from this game anyway, so you can probably tinker around. Kane's one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's that. Are there any other forwards that jumped out at you? Midfield? Yeah. Sorry, midfield. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna plan for Mount as well. Um, if if we knew Mount was starting, he'd just he'd be the clear lock on this slate. He's like you said before, he's the only player on England who's been doing much of anything fantasy wise from a floor perspective. So yeah, plan for Mason Mount. Um and then I guess Czech Republic. Um if they go with the same lineup that they had last game um, and this 
Barack starts for 3,800 um, yep. in attacking midfield. Uh, he was taking almost all of their set pieces. Yep. Um, I think it was all of them. Yeah. Okay. All of their set pieces. Uh, he had a really good chance to score. Um, 3,800. Yeah. If, if he's in, um, if, okay. If he's in and Dorita is not in, like if it's that same lineup, he's, he's just a lot, complete lock for 3,800, I think. Um, yeah, it's the first game. So we'll know if he's in and yeah, I think he'll be, you know, 150% owned in cash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, it just, it, right. It makes so much sense. It's so cheap and you know, you have to fill the three team requirement. It, it just, it does everything. Yep. Uh, and he'll be popular in tournaments too. And he's a good yep. tournament play too. Um, so, yep. Uh, like you said, you, you went over England. Saka's a nice price if you were to start. Yeah. Uh, definitely could score a goal or get an assist uh, at 6,200, much cheaper than all the other England guys. Um, Being only midfield eligible is a classic DraftKings head scratcher here. So, Oh, man, yeah. I mean, he would just have been the answer to everything right. at forward. Um, anyways, yeah, the, the other guy. I, I guess I got to mention him for the third slate in a row. Um, our guy, Mikael Damsgaard, got an assist last game after a goal the game before. Um, I think you can go there. He's goal and assist dependent, but I yeah. mean, that's where he, you know, he he's an attacking player, a lot of talent, um, cheap price. He's going to get subbed, but that's fine. Uh, it's a tournament play. Agreed. Yep. Um, who, who tell me a couple guys that you're thinking? Do you think 5,400 if he starts is too much for Malinovsky? Hmm, he's basically against the best defensive team in the tournament, so that's not ideal. Yeah, um, I wouldn't mind no 50, like 5,400, that's that's cheap. Um, Malinovsky, he's he's got just a cannon for a left foot, so he, he f could make a free kick, could get an assist. Um, I wouldn't play him for the floor, but again, like you're you're not really doing that anyways, and it's fifty four hundred. Yeah, if he were to start, that's okay actually. If he was in a front three, I'd even have some interest. Like yeah. he he's he's played just in different positions. Even last game when he came on, yeah, like if. If he's, it depends where he's playing. If he's like more in a defensive midfield, then no. But if he was attacking, absolutely. And do you give any consideration to Shaparenko or Stepanenko since they're cheap all tournament? I don't think so, honestly. Like, I'd rather go to, um, this might be one of your guys, uh, Massapus 3300. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I just, same same price as those cheap Ukraine guys, and I just feel like more likely to get involved in a goal. He's not one of my guys for the record. Okay, he is a RotoWire Discord favorite for some reason. Uh, yeah, I, I actually think, think he's uh, he's more viable on this slate um, because I don't want to play any of those Ukraine guys for that price. I don't want to play England's center mids. Uh, I guess we could say we think. Jordan Henderson is going to start alongside 
uh, Calvin Phillips. I guess, you know, Calvin Phillips all the way down to 3,500. Sure, he's in that conversation too. Yeah. Um, but I like for tournaments, yeah, I'll, I'd take a chance on a guy like Massapust if I was in that range. I wouldn't like prioritize him. I'd just play Barack for 3,800 and get different elsewhere. But I, I guess there's paths to, yeah, you, you could play him. I have never seen a guy be have so many people talk about a guy say that he's almost scored more than Massapus, which is incredible because he's taken one shot this tournament. And yet <laughs> everyone's like, oh, Massapus could have had that one. Like, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I remember that. I remember that one last game. Uh, <laughs> it was like, oh, you know, the, the RotoWire guys almost got it. So that, that made me think, though, that. You know, at least he's getting in those positions, 3,300. Um, yeah, I think you could go for it. I'll pass, but thanks. Thanks for the uh, for the heads up. But, yeah, midfield is – I mean, it's not as ugly as forward, but it's ugly. Like, other than Mount – I guess everybody plays Mount and Barack. Yeah. Uh, it just is like <laughs> – they're just far and away the best options. So yeah, everyone's going to play Mountain Barack. Uh, I guess move on. Where do you put Dorita though if he if he does start? Okay, yeah, good question because yeah, we saw today with KDB right back in the lineup. Um, he had been like Dorita had been one of their more important players uh, yeah. taking taking at least half their sets. But if, but if Janko didn't play, then Dorita might be on the majority or all the sets. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up. Dorita, he, he'd be fine. Um, it's not a guy that I love to play um, because like his outfield upside seems limited from where he plays. Um, but 5,000 is pretty cheap. Um, so like if he were in and not Barack, for instance, um, yeah, I think you could go there. It seems pretty yeah. safe, at least for cash. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, I think honestly, if Barack and Dorita were in, I still play Barack. Me too. So, and I, yeah, I, 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 sorry, I should say that like, I guess we don't know about the set pieces, but Barack's left-footed and just like Janko was. So if they both play, um, I don't know. I'd guess it would be a split. So, yeah, I mean, I, I would play Barack. Do you go back to the Thomas Suchek well? Three, two, and three shots in the last three games. Yeah, I think you can. 4,500. Like, um, like, it's almost like it's bet. It's a little better than just, you know, uh, it's not the worst punt, I guess it, it, it's fine. He's mm -hmm. cheap. Uh, there's not a lot of plays on this slate. I mean, he's taking shots and he's not coming off the field. So, I mean, he, he's a 120 guy for, for sure. Um, so yeah, that's a good call too. Uh, definitely have some suit, suit check, uh, exposure for tournaments. Okay. So moving to, defense does um does the absence of trippier make you like shaw more or do you think mount ends up just taking everything if he starts mm -hmm. yeah good question 
So, yeah, if Mount starts and they're in a back four, I think Shaw's too expensive. Um, we don't know what this, like, if he would have a role on set pieces. He didn't when Mount was playing before. Um, so if they both start together and Shaw is like not even in an advanced position, it, yeah, it seems way too expensive. Um, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't go there. I think it'd be more like, yeah, you could like pair him, play him in tournaments. He got the assist, uh, against Germany. He's yep. definitely, he definitely still has assist upside, but I wouldn't be too confident in this floor. Uh, I don't know. How, how do you feel about that? It burned me enough during the Premier League season, but I just like never really like playing Luke Shaw. And okay. if Mount starts, I, I will say that I definitely do not play Kyle Walker. Like mm -hmm. if he's starting on the other side, this isn't like, oh, I'll just play Shaw and Trippier. And oh, if it's not Trippier, I'll play Walker. Like I definitely don't play Walker. Or I don't think Reese James like randomly starts now, but I probably don't play him either. So, okay. yeah, I, I don't, um, I don't, I don't play Walker either. Um, Luke Shaw. So, so I'm, I'm a big Luke Shaw fan uh, opposed to you. And I played Luke Shaw way over the field on just about every single United slate this year. Um, I think he's probably the best left back in the premier league. Um, so yeah, big Luke Shaw fan, but here seems too expensive and too risky. I mean, I I, I don't I saw Mourinho um, said something else about Luke Shaw again recently. I just can't understand it. I mean, um, the guy he's got an unlimited gas tank, runs sprints up and down the field all game. He's great on defense. He's pretty good at offense too. He's good at set pieces. I mean, how can you not like Luke Shaw? Um, okay, so en enough of my Luke Shaw love, though, for, right. for fantasy. Thank you. Good. Yeah. For fantasy, I'm off of him. Do you Sorry. play around with the Denmark set pieces with Stryger Larson? Yeah, I think, like, if Stryger Larson starts again, he's a great play. Yeah. Um, he, he was everywhere against everywhere. Real. Everywhere. Um, and he's going to be taking set pieces. Uh, you know, I wouldn't expect 90 minutes. He got subbed after 77. Uh, Daniel, Daniel Wass is, I believe, healthy again. Yeah. Um, so he would probably sub on for Stryger Larson. Um, but I still wouldn't hesitate to play him. Uh, I think even that would be the first place I went in cash. What do you think? Yeah, I think he he's the easier one. Uh, Shaw being 6,600 makes it a little easier to to look at Stryker Larson at 49 and be like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll take that. Do you play Wass if he starts, though, over Stryker Larson? <sighs> you mean oh, if, if Wass starts and Stryker Larson doesn't? Right. Like, you know Stryker Larson's coming in for him at some point. Mm -hmm. Probably at like 62 or yeah. 65. <laughs> yeah, like I don't think Wass is getting to 70. Um, okay. I think, yeah, I haven't thought, I haven't like thought too much about that, but 
it seems like he would still be in play for cash just because he's a yeah. lot cheaper than these other guys now. Um, and he honestly, you know, he could easily just have eight first half floor points. It wouldn't be surprising at all. So I think you can still go there. What, yeah. What, what do you think? The, the best thing about those eight floor points is that he'll have eight floor points in this 58 and a half minutes, but they'll all come in the first like 15 and you're like, Was is going to smash. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> and then he'll have nothing from 15 to 55 when he comes off. Yep. No, I, I, I know that exact feeling. Yeah. <laughs> I could see it going like that. Mm-hmm. No, I think the big question is whether you play one of the Ukraine guys. Obviously, Zinchenko was huge in the last game, was really under-owned for the role. I guess, you know, we were all kind of debating back and forth of whether he was playing in the front three, whether it was a back five, if he was playing a, as a wingback. Didn't matter. He was he smashed, and that's what got me at least over, over the line. But do you play him against England? He knows all these guys, right? Shouldn't that count for something? Yeah. So I would play him against England if he was, you know, 4K again or 4,500 or 5,700 is a lot. It's a lot. Um, now, I understand the price. Like, let's say they, they roll out the same lineup. For whatever reason, it doesn't seem like, I don't know, it doesn't seem like Shevchenko he wants to start Malinovsky. I don't know. He got subbed after 45 against Austria. Didn't start last game. Um, is he, he's not in our, he's not in our projected 11. Yeah. So yeah, then I would assume uh, Zinchenko has a role on set pieces. So he gets priced up. Um, Sure, like you could go there, but I'm not excited about it. You know, it's a terrible opponent. Um, he's not going to have too many chances. Um, yeah, don't love it. What do you think? I think he's too expensive. We kind of talked on the last slate. We both liked uh, Karavayev, and he was a little expensive for cash on that last slate. 4,800 against England's not great either. But mm-hmm. I actually don't think he's that bad of a play. I mean, he went 120 in the last. Like, he's going to stay on the field, so we know that much. So, yeah. Um, I don't, th- you know, I don't think he's that bad of a play either because no one's really going to play him. And he he is, like, one of their most attacking players, actually. Um, mm-hmm. like when we have the ball and – yeah, he he he's way up on the right, uh, supporting the attack. Uh, great chance for an assist, or even like, yeah, just if you're gonna play someone from Ukraine, he's better than like those cheap midfielders. Or so, yeah, I I don't mind Karavayev, um taking some shots here and there, and he has like a floor. He just kind of does a little bit of everything. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think I think Karavayev's okay. Um. Yeah. What, anybody else? Uh, I just. Oh, um, we didn't talk about the other expensive defender, um, Joachim Mela. I think. I think it's Mela. Um, that's what the commentators were saying, at least. So. Good enough for me. Yeah. Another goal. Um, at least two shots in all four games. Hasn't been subbed yet. Expensive, but mm-hmm. I think well worth the gamble 
uh, in tournaments. Again, he's one of these guys who's basically like an attacking mid um, when they're attacking. So uh, the, the, the price actually makes sense. Um, definitely have some interest in him. Yeah, for real. I think if he was a midfielder, we'd think about him too. I think so. so yep. that the, the price almost doesn't might bother me that much because yeah, he's, he attacks like a midfielder. And so mm -hmm. I agree. I don't think you really make the same argument for Shaw. So nope. that's why like I considered 6,600 too much for Shaw, but 63 for Mela is okay. Even though like technically they're playing the same position, but Mela is much more forward. Not that Shaw stays back, but I don't know. I just find that situation. No, I want right. more of Denmark than I want more of England. Simple as that. You're right. Uh, great points. Agree with all of them. Mela is much more forward. Um, I will have more interest in Mela than I will in Shaw. And you love Shaw. And I love Shaw. We, we, we heard that. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the other weird thing... Or the, the only other reason that I thought Karabayev was pretty reasonable is at 4,800, the viable fullbacks just disappear after him. I think, you know, there's like uh, Jan Burrell from Czech Republic at 3,600, but he's done nothing to make you think that, like, if you were like, if you looked at his stats and you were like, what, what kind of defender is he? You'd be like, he's definitely a center back. And so paying down that much for it just doesn't seem necessary. And everybody else is a center back. And I, I don't think that you're really looking at just like finding the cheapest guy you can. I think you are if you're jamming in Kane. But even then, I don't think you need to necessarily just like totally punt uh, defender. And part of that is because we hopefully have Barack at 3,800 that that's kind of the, the punt that you can take. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. So the, the fullbacks, I agree. They end at Karavayev. Uh, like you said, Boril is 3,600. Um, but I noticed, especially in the last two games, that um, though they line up, you know, it says a back four, they tilt it to where Kufal is playing it much more advanced and yep. Boril ends up as you know, almost in a back three sometimes. So yeah, I, I don't even think of him like really as a fullback. Um, so yeah, like, I think, sorry. Do you like Kufal? Yeah. Um, not like particularly. Um, I think though he's okay. Um, yeah. Like he's playable. Like I, I like pairing him with Schick. Um He's trying to put crosses in. They've had some tough matchups in a row. Um, yeah. So, like, his recent logs don't look great. But, like, yeah, you can see him having a good game against Denmark in, like, in a, in a lot of different scripts. Um, and his salary is okay. So, yeah, I, I don't mind Kufal. Um, I think he's a solid tournament play. And, I I, I don't, yeah, I don't think he'll be popular either or as popular. No, no chance. I was going to say, I think I'm much more, even in cash, and I don't think I'm in this range in cash, but even in cash, I think I play either Harry Maguire or John Stones over Kyle Walker. Yep. Um, glad you actually, I don't know, maybe, maybe glad's not the right word, but, <laughs> um, I, but I brought it up. Maguire. I was going to mention Maguire as well. I agree that you play them over Kyle Walker. Um, 
Maguire, like he has even he has more of a floor than other center backs. He he plays a little bit differently, and he's he's a big threat on set yeah. pieces. We saw him almost score against Germany. Uh, you're not getting not going to be surprised if he scores. Um, so and 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 great clean sheet odds. Uh, so I like going to Maguire. Um, upside there too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can use Harry Maguire to make up for the Harry Kingle you didn't get. Yeah, there you go. Although actually, he's cheap enough where people probably have both of them. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Ugh. Can I make up the Harry Kingle with a Jordan Pickford clean sheet win? Uh, yeah. I mean, it seems like it. Um, you might just be able, you, you might need both of them or be able to have both of them uh, sure. if the game ends 1-0 or 2-0 or something. Um, but yeah, moving on to keeper, it seems like Pickford could be somewhat of a priority. Um, like the win clean sheet odds are pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and they're just they're the biggest I mean, favorites they don't allow goals I, I i don't know what else we can really say it seems pretty like it seems safer than usual uh so i think spending up for pickford is perfectly fine uh wh- what do you think i mean just to think that the next goal he gives up is the first one he gives up this tournament mm-hmm I think it's fine. I, I actually was wondering about the other way that if you play Bushchan from Ukraine, if that's even how you say his name. Yeah. I mean, England haven't really been lighting up the scoreboard. And the, I guess the problem is they don't, they don't shoot that much, that they really haven't created that many saves, that how far are you really getting there? So, yeah, like in theory, I would like that if this was Harry Kane where you're positive, he's going to take five shots and, you know, Mount and whoever else are, they're yeah. just going to be shooting on site. Yeah. I usually, I usually like that, but um, for just going by what we've said about England and maybe they won't create a crazy amount of chances. Then, then I go the other way and just really fade the Ukraine keeper and just sort of plan for him to score zero. Yeah. Um, I think we basically complained about everybody at every position that Pickford come becomes kind of easy. There's not, you don't have to pay up for all these guys. The idea of Kane Mount and Pickford makes a ton of sense. So begrudgingly, I'll admit that that's probably going to be very popular in cash at least. Yeah. Um, Probably should be, like you said, when we just have these places where we don't want to go. Um, you're looking for something safe. You're looking for, you know, points. Uh, he, he, that's double-digit points a lot of the times uh, yeah. for 5,800, which is, you know, it's more expensive than the other goalies, but it's cheap in relation to the slate. And, like, the, the difference between him and Schmeichel isn't that much. Yeah, Pickford just just makes sense. Spending up for Pickford, I mean, you hate to do it, but it seems like one of those slates. I think counter to that, how we were talking about Kane is an extremely easy fade in GPPs. I think Pickford is the easy – like I think if you play Schmeichel instead of Pickford, 
I think that's a perfectly fine move for tournaments. You just have to hope Czech Republic doesn't don't break through. That's all. Yeah, I, I think it's a great move. Yep. Um, if you just so if there, yeah, if, if there's going to be one goal scored between Ukraine and Czech Republic, um, yeah, I mean, I love if you if you play Schmeichel for tournaments, get the clean sheet there, and Ukraine score the one goal against England. I mean, that's just so much leverage. Um, so yeah, I, I love that for tournaments. Um, yeah, like you don't even need Ukraine to win. You literally you just need them to score. Yep. And, you know, I, sure, I could br bring up two that two clean sheets is not out of the realm of possibility either. I don't think we've seen it yet, but um, seen plenty of two-game slates where the two underdogs don't score goals. So um, Schmeichel could be optimal even if Pickford gets a clean sheet too. Right, right. Yeah, I think that's a great point. I mean, we have, yeah, D D Denmark, Denmark has a good defense too. Mm -hmm. um, so not that like, yeah, I, I, I might play for that on a couple lineups. Um, but also like just as an overview, I think like playing for England not to keep a clean sheet and not even for Denmark, you could play for no one to keep a clean sheet. But um, if you get that Ukraine goal, you're going to be in very good shape, especially if there doesn't end up being a lot of goals on the slate. Right. So that, that's a good, if you're willing to take some risk, that's a strategy that could have some big rewards. Yeah. The old Ukraine, Denmark stacks. Yep. Stack. And it's another one. It's another one um, where, yeah, sure. You can play multiple Ukraine guys if you want, but it's another one where I think you don't even need to worry about getting the assist. If you want, just play one Ukraine guy. You don't have to pair them. Just get the goal and move on. Yeah. I like that call too, for sure. Hmm. So Harry Kane, two or three goals. Oh man. Like when you say that and I just think, oh, maybe like for sure play him in cash. So like just in case that happens, but you know, it's, it's not a, not a great way to think, but if he's going to be super popular, it, I never mind just blocking and super popular and not much opportunity cost. I don't mind blocking, you know, especially if you, you like to think that you can, uh, you're good enough to beat people in the other seven spots. So that that's normally how I think about it. That makes sense. That makes sense. This is where I wish it was easy enough to just uh, bet that you know two or Kane two or more goals and uh, just hedge. I like that too. Awful. Uh, but yeah, uh, I mean, I'll be on, I'll be on the cane fade, uh, or at least, you know, not, not full fade, but I'll definitely be under, uh, for tournaments. So fingers crossed. <laughs> it's all you can do on a cane slate. Mm -hmm. If anybody has any follow-up questions for me or Ryan, you can find us in the Rotowire discord, which is open for all subscribers. Just go to rotowire.com slash chat to get in there. If uh, you want to get some more Euros content uh, that we have behind the paywall, you can go to rotowire.com slash soccer trial to get a free 10-day trial. You're running out of time, though, because we're already in halfway through the quarterfinals. But um, get you access to the entire site. So if you're getting ready for fantasy football season, you can jump in for that stuff as well. And it gets you access to that Discord chat. Ryan, thank you for that. Uh, we will be back Monday, I believe. Semifinals are Tuesday, Wednesday. I believe those will be showdowns, but we'll still have previews for you. Don't. Don't you worry about that. So Ryan, 
Good luck tomorrow, and I'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Andrew. Good luck, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.